where I barely had sleep. But I had to work more than competition. I can't live like the opposition. Living everything I dreamed of. Doing everything you think of. The way I work, I'm on the brink of. Doing numbers like a brain truck. All right, America, welcome back to the Listen Up podcast with Michigan Lance. I'm your host, Michigan Lance, and today we got a very special, important guest, uh, someone I call a dear friend and, and, and close family uh, type member here. Uh, all of you, Nebraska and, and Omaha and Lincoln and the, the whole state area will know him as Steve Warren, former Husker. Um, I know him as a football coach. A friend, uh, also former player who I watched, uh, and now the owner of Warren Academy. Let's take a minute to thank our sponsor, Fernando's Omaha. Fernando's has two little Omaha locations, 114th and Dodge, and 75th and Pacific with the iconic table on the roof. They are in their 28th year serving customers, great Mexican fare, and Omaha's best margaritas. Come for the food, come back for the total experience. Excellent, fresh, authentic recipes served in a casual, warm atmosphere are Fernando's mission and promise to you. They cater. You can get your Fernando's fix delivered, or you can try their taco nacho bar for your next Husker party delivered to your home. Hy-Vee Delis carry their famous flower chips and pico de gallo in all Omaha Council Bluff stores. Uh, They are open seven days a week. They got the party room up to 100 at 114th and Dodge. And the outside dining on a beautiful covered deck at 75th and Pacific, like I said before. Come get your Fernando's fix. All right, so without further ado, I would like to introduce Mr. Steve Warren. What's going on, my man? Hey, man, thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks for, for coming me. on. Yeah, I'm glad you're having me have you on the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to be here. Hey, man, appreciate it. Appreciate it. So how you doing? I'm good. Good. I'm blessed, man. Just... One foot after another, keep moving. That's all I can do. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Hey, so it's good we got you here. It's October 16th. We are actually have the game on, Nebraska versus Minnesota live. Live. So we'll kind of be giving you a little bit of live updates. We'll talk about the first half a little bit uh, and and, and go from there. Actually, let's start there. Let's start with this first half. What have you seen? What what are you witnessing? Uh, What's going on? Let's give us your first half analysis. Well, we can't. Stop them on offense. I mean, right now they they pretty much done almost anything they want to do. But um, and offensively, we haven't been able to do much. We've got a fifty yard field goal that was positive. Uh, then we missed the extra point, which was not positive. <laughs> right. um, but we got we got a touchdown in there. So you know they've scored some points, but it, it's kind of um, disappointing to see the defense not 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 holding up like they have been in the past couple of weeks. But um, hopefully they get it together in the second half. Twenty one to nine right now. So we'll see. Yeah, that's unusual, you know, um, me being a Michigan fan. And I knew that uh, last week I actually thought it was going to be a little bit more of a uh, a closer game. I'm not close game, but low-scoring game yeah. because of the two defenses. Yeah. And and they proved that in the first half. Uh, but then the second half, those both offenses got going, and, and Michigan was able to pull out with the uh, offensive miscue by, by Nebraska. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's kind of uncharacteristic of the defense, that's especially – um, after, you know, the whole situation with the defense coordinators, Coach Anander, you know, you'll speak on that a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that's – I mean, for me, that's what I was expecting the defense to come out and play inspired today with Shenander's, uh father tragically dying a few days ago. So, I know that if that was us and Coach McBride or 
any of our <laughs> defensive coaches would have had something like that happen, it would have been a wrap. Hey, man. For I, the other team, they wouldn't even want to be out there, man. We would have been, <laughs> been head busting. Hey, man, I hear that. So, hey, actually, so now let's go back and let's start there. So, um, Steve, tell us everyone where you're from, born and raised. I'm from Springfield, Missouri. Okay. Uh, Springfield, Missouri. I was born in Lawton, Oklahoma. Uh, my father was uh, military, so Fort Seal there in Lawton. And uh, uh, as a you know baby, we moved back to where he's originally from, um, southern Missouri. He's from he's from the sticks. Okay. You know, All I right. tell people I'm a, I'm a hillbilly. If I wasn't here right now, I wouldn't have no <laughs> shoes on. So okay. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a kid from the sticks, from southern Missouri, man, and got here in '96. Okay. Um, so let's right start after. there. Yeah. So yeah. so so it's 1996. You graduate class of '96. Yeah. So '95 season football, your senior mm-hmm. year. Um, tell us about recruiting. How did that yeah. work for you? What you had to choose from? Tell us. Uh, walk us through that. So it was. Uh, I started getting recruited like my sophomore year. My first letter was actually from the University of Tennessee, and I'm sitting in class like, "What is this?" Like, okay, you know, it, where I'm from, that didn't happen too often. Like, especially you know, big colleges like that, and I get this big orange envelope dropped on my desk. I'm like, "Oh, okay," and it just kind of rolled from there. Um, ended up getting with like Kansas, Kansas State, Alabama, Nebraska, and Illinois in my final five. Um, but, you know, Nebraska winning two back-to-back national championships and being a young kid, and I love winning. That's one thing about me. I'm, okay. I'm trying to win. Like, <laughs> right. If somebody right. asked me about recruiting, I was looking for who was winning. Right and, on. You know, Nebraska, Nebraska winning two back-to-back, it was kind of a no-brainer. Coach Osborne actually came to my house um, two days, two to three days after they beat um, Florida in the oh, national okay. championship game. So he flew in okay. to Springfield. So that was a huge deal. You know, there's right. this man is just – demolished the team and just won back-to-back <laughs> national championships, and he's coming into the house right now. So I couldn't say no to that. Okay, okay. I couldn't say no to that. And plus the defense, you know. Right. Me being a defensive guy, mm-hmm. um, you know, th- that black shirt, D, you know, is something else. So Okay. And, and watching them play and watching what they did on defense. And then when I came up here on a visit, I just kept, I just felt at home with the guys that I was that was on the recruiting trips with. So it was – it was a no-brainer for me. Now, did um, did you play multiple sports in high school? I did. Yeah, okay. I was. Uh, I did track. I uh, played basketball up until my junior year, um, and then I just focused on football and track. So I actually won state in my senior year in shot put. Oh, okay. Um, All so right. I did. I did track and, and football for my final two. I played a little baseball up until my freshman year. So okay, I tried to do as much as I could um, until I had to pick something. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. I, I always try to put that out there yeah. for any parents or players, uh, that, that are playing, Hey, you know, play multiple sports, college coaches Absolutely. like that. They love that. Uh, this, this one, Hey, specific, uh, Hey, three sixty five. like that isn't the way. No. Okay. You, you have to train different Be an muscles. Athlete. <laughs> yes, Be an athlete. Like you're never going to hear, you're never going to hear, uh, uh, a college, I always tell our kids, like, you're never going to hear a college recruiter say, hey, that kid's a bad athlete. I don't want him. Yep. Right. You know, they always oh, look yeah. like, who's the best athletes out here? Like, whatever. Athleticism wins at the end of the day. Yep. So, be an athlete, man. Do as much as you can. Be athletic. Um, show your athleticism. And the only way to do that really is to, you know, feature yourself in multiple sports, right? Yep. yep. If you can't yep. do it, if you can't do it just in the one sport all the time. So, unless you're just completely dominant. So, yes, in the same way. Yes, indeed. So, all right, so you, you, you say you're from the sticks, all right? Yes, sir. Small-town country boy coming up to Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> so how was that um, your first initial, your freshman year? Let's let's talk us and walk us through that. You know, did you play? Did you not play the culture? Like, how yeah. was everything 
uh, coming in your fr- freshman year? So I've pretty much been the same size since I was like 18. Okay. So when I came in, <laughs> when I came in, I was already like 295, already bench pressing over three something and already squatting over four something. So I was okay. pretty much grown man strength and size when I got here. So I didn't really have to take that year to really get to the size to play yep. college football because I was already there. But um, I had to learn how to play college football. Okay. And what that meant to be a student athlete. More than anything else, that was the thing I struggled with the most was the student athlete part of it. All right. Um, figuring out that part of it because football wasn't hard. But, you know, um, I wasn't I wasn't the most uh, thrilled about going to school every day. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so that's the part I had to figure out the most is what that meant to be on my own and uh-huh. nobody waking you up, mama not knocking on the door telling mm-hmm. me to get to school. So, um, you know, just those adjustments. But I did not redshirt. Um, funny story, I was actually – on the sideline, um, they moved me into the varsity locker room pretty early in the camp. Um, so it was kind of looking like I was going to play or at least being the guy they were going to mold to be ready to play. Okay. Um, I wish they would have had the four-game rule like they do now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would have been – We like, all do, yeah. man. That would have <laughs> yeah, been lovely. That been lovely. So <laughs> right. I didn't I didn't red shirt. I was sitting on the sideline. I can't remember. I'm, I'm getting old. The first game, and um, it's like third quarter. And, you know, back then, Nebraska was Nebraska. Right. right. So we rolling. Mm-hmm. Up 40, 50 points. Like, it's it's in the third quarter, right? right. So, uh, Coach McBride comes over to the silence and says, what you want to do? And I'm like, I'm just watching the game right now. Like, <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't know what I want to do. So, <laughs> right. so, all the, uh, you know, Jason Peter and Grant and all those guys are around me and Jason Wilds and Rucker. And I'm like, well, what you going to do? I was like, man, I don't know. So, I, 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 I hadn't really, you know. Just being young and done, I hadn't really thought about it. You know what I mean? I was just going. Like, that's all I knew was just to go. Right. Uh, so, Coach McBride actually walked back and was like, get in the game. So, I just ran in the game. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, I really wasn't like a conversation we had before. the before. Um, never really had the conversation with Osborne or McBride about what the year was going to look like. For oh, wow. Me. I was just. Okay. Just always in the moment. And so, and so back then, if you play one yeah, snap. You're gone. You're your done. red shirt is gone. It's gone. Yeah, it's wow. gone. It's gone. Luckily, I played in almost every game. Um, I played in almost every game. You know, as a young freshman, I got some DNPs when it got, you know, mm-hmm. towards the end when we playing some 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 tough teams. But I played in almost every game and played, you know, like I said, we was winning big, so played significant minutes in the second half most of the time. I was never okay. a first-half guy. Right, right. Um, I but you. a guy that came in, like, you know, second half and – once the starters was out, I was, you know, number three. So, okay. somebody somebody goes down, I'm there. Exactly. On, in the two deep, but I was a, a third-string guy. So, we played a lot. We played a lot, though, still. Let, I, I want to see if you kind of remember this. Can you take me back to 96? Mm-hmm. Um, so, that means I assume that you traveled yeah. to Arizona State. Yes, sir. Take us back to that yeah. game. Man. And after that game and the and then the week, the weeks following – your guys' mentality. Talk us going into that game and then after. You know, the only thing I remember going into the game was um, everybody was talking about Jake Plummer, right? Everybody was talking about Jake Plummer. But being a defensive guy, I used to look at, you know, the defensive players too in Fright Night. I don't know if you remember. Yes, indeed. Oh, number 13. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Fright Night. Yes, sir. Fright Night. I remember like, man, this dude is out here. Right. Man, I mean, right. he would got he would been targeting, you know. Yep. Now oh, he would have never definitely. played, you know what I mean. So, uh-huh. and then he had a club on too. Yeah, I think. He, yeah, yeah. I think at one point, yeah. And so that make it look he looked even yeah, meaner, like even, man. He looked even. <laughs> so that's the one thing I remember going into is like, man, Jake Plummer is pretty good. Like this dude can spin it. So going into the game, we kind of knew that. Um, 
what we didn't expect was we knew that they could score. Okay. What we didn't expect was them to be able to stop us. Right. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? Yep. So yep. it's like nine, but they, I mean, they blanked us, right? So, uh-huh. Uh, that was that was a shock. I mean, was that nineteen zero? Yeah, nineteen nineteen zero. Yeah, nineteen zero. And and I just remember just everybody on the sideline. You know, these are all guys. I'm a freshman, so right. This is my first taste of yep. you know what's going on. You know, and coming out of high school, I'd lost a couple of games. So <laughs> right, I'm right. Like, okay, we lost. Like, dang, what's next? But uh-huh. you know, these dudes hadn't lost in two years. Exactly. So they didn't. You know, there's a lot of guys on the sideline that's that's been there through ninety four, ninety five. Yep. Back to back, and all of a sudden they're losing to Arizona State at the time, which really wasn't like Jake Plummer was good. So you know they were right. a rising program that people yep. were talking about, but it wasn't like they were um, top ten. Top ten. It wasn't Michigan. Blue blood. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. It, wasn't, it wasn't Florida, yep. Florida State. You know what I mean? It wasn't like that. It was Arizona State. So it was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna handle these dudes. Like they're not there yet. Exactly. Um, but I remember, uh, <laughs> I remember Amon. Was just distraught after the game. Okay. Green. Okay. Like he was uh-huh. just like baby crying. Wow. Just like baby crying. I was right. like, oh man, this is this is something else right here. Yeah. Because like, he's lost. a sophomore. He's he, sophomore, freshman yeah. year. He lose nothing. Yeah. Nothing. You so, know, he gets a gets a national championship. Yeah. He and yeah, he you know he right. run through it national championship, and now yep. we losing and right. Um, you know, him being from Nebraska meant more too. You yep. know what I mean? For and he's supposed to be the guy, the man. You know, yeah, most definitely. And that's that's the one thing I remember. And then, of course, you know, you always remember the media coming in and they killed Frost, right? Okay. They, oh yeah, yep. yeah. They, oh yeah, know, I remember that. Okay. So they they yep. was you know bench him and you know like this ain't the guy. So yeah, because um, that was only like the second or third game of the year. Yeah, it was, it early. was early. Uh-huh. It was early, so you know it wasn't the, the best way for him to start yep. being the guy. So. You know, coming after Tommy, that's a hard act to follow. Oh, yeah. And Behringer, right? Yes, so indeed. Um, two games, two, three games in, and he's 19-0. Right. You know, getting yeah, blanked. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, I, I, I don't even know if, if – I don't even know what the stats were. I don't remember probably – Nebraska probably hadn't been shut out. Exactly, yeah. I, yeah. I, not as long as I live, I can remember yeah, for sure. Yeah, like a so. shutout? Like yeah, like right. A shutout? Like right. 19 is not bad for a defense. Oh, most Definitely. You know what I mean? You yeah, hold, most times you hold that team offense. in college to yep. 19, 14, 21. You hold exactly. them between there. You can win. Yep. But um, 19-0, that was shocking. Oh, yeah. Coming off of averaging four or 500 yards yeah. a game. I mean, Doing yeah. what you want to do on offense. Right. Yep. Slipping the tight end out for 80-yard bombs. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. So, it was, it was different. Uh-huh. It was different. So, then after that, you guys do go on a little run. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, how were things that, that next week? What was people – what uh, was lots Osborne's of mentality? Okay, lots all right. Lots of fights. All right. Man, we fought. <laughs> like, okay. That's the thing I don't think people understand about, like, the mentality of um, those guys back then. Like, it was it was brutal in practice. Like, there was no thud. Like, we are – practice was brutal. Okay. Like, practice – we got the games. We was like, woo. <laughs> Man, like, this is, this is way easier. Like, uh-huh. it was – practice was – Practice was we got after it. And okay. Yeah, it was a lot of dudes, though. You know what I mean? There was a lot of NFL cats on them teams. Right, right. So practices were 100% go, full contact, uh-huh. um, a lot of fights, a lot of fights, especially uh, one-on-ones with the O-line, D-line. You know, oh, we had the pit, okay. which I wish they would have kept the pit. And most people don't know what the pit was. It was yeah, just this dark, that. damp area underneath the stadium where the O-line and D-line practiced. Okay. So that's where we did our individual at. All right. Like everybody else was out in the stadium, and we went down underneath <laughs> okay. the ground. All right, <laughs> we went down underneath the ground, and it was it was just no windows. Uh huh. 
No air circulation. What? <laughs> it's just the pit, man. And it okay. Was great environment, though. Like, it, it was, when you went down in there, like, you could just feel it. Okay. You could just feel it. And that's where the D-line practice on one side, the O-line practice across the hall on the other side. So, so that'll then, build nastiness within you. Yeah. It just find in the It was just like our area. Like, right. Nobody else came down there, though. Wow. No running backs, no receivers, no DBs, no linebackers. It was – that place was only for O line and D line. Okay, okay. It was our area, like that's the only position that was welcome down there. Wow, I never heard of that. Yeah, okay, that I never heard that of was that. Welcome one. Down there. So that's where we practiced that. Um, that's where we did our individual before we got to team session. Right, right. Um, and just a lot of fights, man. When we got the defensive pass rush, one on ones. Okay, okay. One on ones was it was it was serious. And then the rest of the year, you know, everybody kind of kept that chip. You know, nobody wants to be on the team that loses the first one, right? Right, right, right. So nobody wants to be remembered for that. Right. So it was it was very chippy. Um, but even though it was chippy, it was chippy with a purpose. Most definitely. Right? It was yep. chippy. It was chippy like, "Hey, we're not going to let this happen again." So yeah. I'm going to make sure iron sharpen iron like okay. we don't get okay. after it. So when we get on the field the next time, you're right. going to be ready, I'm going to be ready. Okay. It okay. wasn't like it was chippy like we was blaming each yep. other. Yep. It was just like, "No." We got to take it to a different level. So, and that's great. I, I'm glad you explained it that we that way because a lot of people don't understand. That. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah, you can. It's just like family members, right? Your brothers yep. fight. Yep. Brothers fight. Ten minutes later, they cool. Yep. Same thing for us. Uh-huh. We fought <laughs> like we fought like brothers. We were right. brothers, right? right? We fought like brothers. Like yep. whole bench clearing brawl fights, right? Not <laughs> oh, like wow. just one or two dudes, uh-huh. like whole position groups. Like okay. Okay. Um, but. After practice, it was like it never happened. Wow. Okay. You know, walk in, soon as soon as we cross those lines, you walk inside the lines yep. where it's happening. You walk outside the lines, we family again. It's but inside them lines, yep. I don't know you. Yes, indeed. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm I don't, trying once to get we my cross, spot. Yeah. yeah. Once I'm we cross these lines. And it was so competitive then, right. too, right? So, uh-huh. it was so like, if you played at that time, you were getting drafted. Wow. Right? Like, wow. if you played D-line at that time, you were going to the NFL. <laughs> right. If you started for Nebraska at that time, you were going to get wow. a shot. Wow. You were either going to get drafted or uh-huh. you were getting an individual workout with somebody. Like, yeah, you were free getting agent. a shot. Yeah, most no definitely. No doubt. Everybody everybody that played ahead of me, um, for the most part, made it into an NFL training camp. Wow. Wow. So, and the guys I played with and around all made it to NFL training camps or made a team. Um, so, it was that competitive. Like, yep. so – you know, you sitting around you, and, and if you was an older dude that lost the job to a younger dude, you're not getting it back most likely. Mm-hmm. Right. So, right. You definitely don't want to be the older dude, <laughs> exactly, losing the job to the young dude. Yep. You're not getting it back. So it was just that level of competition. Okay. Um, but like I say, it was all still family and brotherhood, and that and that explains a lot for that era. And so yeah. you guys come off winning the Orange Bowl, um, finishing the season strong. And then you come back as a sophomore mm-hmm. uh, in that, that magical 97 season. So yeah. how, how was um, – how did that come about? Because right now, the Tommy Frazier era is over. Yeah. And to me, that Tommy Frazier era, like, I always said this. Tommy Frazier, like, to me, uh, Nebraska was like this powder keg, right? Yeah. And, you know, but they, they keep losing to the Florida schools in the bowl games. Yeah. You know, couldn't get by Oklahoma when uh, Switzer was there. Yeah. And so, um, just could never get win the big one. Yeah. And so, Tommy comes in, and to me, he's the – he he lit the powder kick. Yeah. And got that thing going. The difference? Man. The X factor. Right. Yeah. And so, then – so, you go on that. So, now we're a year removed. Mm-hmm. Hey, now, this is a whole different era of yeah. a team. 
How do what was your guys' mentality now going in in, in that season? How that worked out? I, I you know we to rewind it a little bit. We lost to Texas in the Big Twelve Championship. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the flu game? I guess they were that saying that was the flu game. Okay. Um. Everybody, everybody had, and that was legit. Like that's that's not an excuse. Like right, right. Like eighty percent of the roster was okay. like decimated with the flu, like leading into the game. Okay. So, um. But we were still right there, right? Because you know, like say we're a deep team, we two, three deep, you know, with NFL guys. But that. That loss, um, that loss propelled us into '97, right? Okay. Because first of all, it's first year Big Twelve. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yep, yep. Texas come in and win it. Yep. Right. Texas come in and win right. it. So we already don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so and then we lost to Arizona State, and then lost two two losses. Right. 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 Not just one. Yep. Two losses from a back-to-back national championship yes, team. Yep. Unacceptable, right? Right. Right now, we take two losses, right? You know <laughs> exactly. what I'm saying? Like, yep. right now, like, two losses, that sounds great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, but now, but now we're looking at, like, two losses, okay. I just remember, like, like our leaders at the time, Jason and Grant, um, you know, were the two dudes on the team. Okay. Jason Peter and Grant Winstrom, they yep. were the dudes, right? Like, right. they were, they were, the, they were, they were the straw to the drink. Okay. Like, that that's that was what was happening. So, you know, we had great offensive linemen too. Aaron Taylor and those guys were there, but I just remember Jason and Grant from our side of, from our side of it was just like, dude, we're not losing. Mm-hmm. Like we are not losing, and that started in the summer. Okay, like that started in the summer, and that summer was very, very, very intense. Okay, like very, very intense, and we just knew when we stepped on the field the next year, like it was on, mm. like it was. It was it was going down like we knew it was we wasn't gonna we wasn't gonna lose and and it showed you guys' mental toughness, especially in that Missouri game yeah because you know the, Nebraska and those back to back national championships were blowing everybody out yeah <laughs> you know even yeah. in bowl games yeah and so uh, except for the Miami one you know that was a tough one yeah. and, and persevered through that but then after that man it was all systems go and then yeah. you guys come back and lose and then you come back ninety seven you're undefeated. And you got a scare. You got Missouri, yeah. and man, what are you gonna do? They got a good yeah. quarterback, another yeah. good quarterback. Yeah, Corby uh, Jones. Yes, indeed, Corby <laughs> Jones. Yeah. So it's like this nice dual threat guy that yeah. that can go and 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 you guys persevered through that. And after that, did that kind of like, oh yeah, we're definitely yeah going. Like, like after that, it was uh, after that scare. More than anything, and really, to be honest with you, we was um, we was kind of. We was kind of like not taking Mizzou. Seriously. Okay, all right, right, because like, they are Missouri. It was it, yeah, yeah, they are Missouri, Missouri and I'm from not, Missouri, right? right so right. like, I was definitely like, man, I ain't going to Mizzou. Like, uh-huh. you know, I want to win. Like right. I said, like Mizzou wasn't winning. So exactly, we was, you know, Corby was kind of you know new to the scene. You know, he'd been playing, but like, yeah, yeah, Mizzou wasn't like feared really. Exactly, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, no, I know. Like they, they were, were a bottom decent feeder. team. There was a bottom feeder, so. Yeah. Man, we really wasn't like taking them serious. Okay, you know what I mean. So, yep. and they came in and played and got every break, and got <laughs> uh-huh. every break that they could get. And we made some mistakes. And, right, you know, put the ball on the turf a few times, and um, you know, let them let them hang around. And you know, luckily we pulled it out. Yep. But you know, after that, after that scare, it was like, okay, we guys we can't be playing with nobody no more. Like, right, we can't, okay, let's stop playing. Right, like, let's, right, let's stop playing around. We got to take everybody serious. Yep. Okay, so you got your now you got your first national championship. Got mine, yeah. All right, how are got you feeling? Mine. feeling how you great? Yeah, uh huh. Going back home with the big ring on. Yes, you know, indeed. So first of all, going back to Mizzou. So they was even that was the fun part for me is like 
that 97 Mizzou game uh-huh. and then me being from Missouri right. and winning a national championship yep. and coming back home. Yeah, uh, it was it was it was, it was a love hate relate. They was happy for me, right, right. They was like, man, you should have been at Mizzou, exactly. You know, like, like, you know, cause even in my area, it's still big Mizzou area. Oh right? yeah, so, most definitely. So uh, it, it was fun just to kind of go around and mess with my friends. And after the Mizzou at at the actual game, the Mizzou game, I had friends that you know you remember that they ran on the Mizzou charts. They start they stormed the field. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, they stormed yeah. the field like when, yeah when the catch happened. Right, exactly. They, they yeah. Didn't know. Yep. They didn't know, so they stormed the field. They didn't uh-huh. know the catch had happened. Yep. So they had to get him back off the field. But when I was storming the field, like three or four of my classmates that were at Mizzou found me. Really? Before, <laughs> like during that time, uh-huh. it was like, you know, they was all in my face. Right, right, right. Like, man, get off the field. Like, the game's not over. <laughs> so, of course, uh-huh. you know, I wish I could have stormed the stands. That's right, right. Beat him, but, <laughs> you know, get it, was, back. it was cool, though, going back home and having a national championship. And, uh-huh. Um, being a being a, a contributor and that was right. even better, right? Like right. being in the two deep, and I'd started yep. I'd started half the year. So okay, it was a uh, it was real cool. Yep. Now I, I can't admit to something here. Now, yeah. I, I, now I, we would beat I, y'all. Don't even talk about. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Oh, I forgot about. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that. Uh, and yeah, that that wouldn't happen. But anyway. Um, <laughs> But because uh, that'll be a longer debate than what yeah, I want to yeah, go into. A long debate. <laughs> and so we'll do that some other time. But um, that '98 team, yeah, and that was a four-loss team. Okay, let's fast forward that. Yeah, uh, that's not the '99. That was my senior year. Okay, yeah, that was the team that should have won. The '99 team. Yeah, we was good, man. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Yeah. I haven't, you know, didn't grow up a Nebraska fan, but I always rooted for Omaha guys. You know, that's where I'm from, yeah. so I'm, I'm going to rep. Hey, I wanted them to do well. Uh, but that team, I liked. I liked that team. Yeah, we was, There was, we was a rough. lot of good players. Man. I loved the way you guys played. Yeah. Like, I like. I really, like, I, I could hate on the other teams. I, I mean, I couldn't even win it, but yeah. I could still. But, like, you know, I'm, I think at you that time, I'm, I'm 18, 19 years yeah. old. I'm a little older, more mature. Yeah. So I, I think that was my freshman year of college, um, or not my second year actually. It was yeah. my sophomore year. Of college. So I'm more mature. I understand the game more yeah. when I was, you know, fourteen, fifteen when they won yeah, the back to back. You know what you're looking at a little bit exactly. more, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, man, these dudes. I said, okay, this this, this is it right yeah. here. Like offense and defense. Yeah, we like just, the same way. Man, y'all have some dudes, and so. Um, and my favorite one was uh, Mike Brown. Yeah, and I, I, I love that. That's my favorite um, outside of Omaha guys. But like, man, yeah. that, that was my favorite. Pedro, man, he, yeah. he he was a baller, man. I love yeah. the way he played. Like, so that team coming in, you came off four loss. So, how did you know? What did y'all do after that season going in into that? And, and I'm with it you, was, man. That's one that I thought, like, man, that's a national championship. Team, it was man. the same way. Like, it, it was the same way. Like we, as being seniors. Coming in, there was a little bit too in '98. There was a lot going on. Coach Osborne had left, so right, taking yep. over. Okay, yeah. Um, seniors, some of the, some of the, some of the chemistry wasn't right. I'll just say that. Okay, the chemistry wasn't right in within the team. Um, ended up losing some games. It just wasn't. It just wasn't. It didn't feel the same. Okay, right. Yep. It didn't feel the same for whatever reason. It just didn't feel the same. Mm-hmm. The chemistry wasn't right, yep. and we ended up losing that. But Going into our senior year, we were a closer group. Okay. Um, 
overall the team was a lot closer. Okay. We were closer together. Like Did a lot we were, of a lot of you guys come back as seniors? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we were we were a lot closer um as 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 a group. So I think that helped us in ninety nine and it was kinda of going into that summer like, hey, we can't we definitely can't lose four. Right. Like we definitely can't and we this is it. So for us seniors it was like man, let's let's go. And we had a good you know, we had a good team and you know, we had the the only thing that really was was the issue there is we had some, you know, the Bobby Nuke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric indeed. Krause yep. thing. Uh-huh. But if right. you go back and watch the tape, like, I love Bobby, right? Right, right. But if you go back and watch the tape, it was like, Eric's the guy. You oh, really? I mean? like, yeah, if you go back and watch the okay. tape. Okay, okay. Like, besides the feel, like, if you go back and watch the tape, like, right. I went and watched some of these games just recently. Okay. And it was like, okay, if, I, if I'm if i a coach, uh-huh. I'm probably making that decision, too. Bobby made plays, okay. and Bobby was better for us as a as a weapon. I got you. All around. Right, right. Like returning punts, yep. returning kicks. I know he Wing wanted to back, be the quarterback. Kinda, right. I know he wanted to be the quarterback, yep. but he was better for the team with those with those two being on the field together. Wow. Because right? he was such a weapon. Exactly. Right? I like got he you. was such a weapon. And so Okay, you know what? And I'm glad you I'm glad you said that because I always thought it was hometown favoritism. No, um, you gotta watch the tape, man. Okay. All right. All right, you know yeah, what? Yeah. I'm gonna go back and do that. Go I back, always go back thought and watch Bobby it. was the guy. I'm like, go back and watch nah, a couple of those first time favorites going on. There. Go, go back okay. and watch the first couple of games, and it was okay. like, um, and like I said, I love Bobby today. Right, Great right. Player. I got you. You know what I mean? He started, yep. but it was like for one reason or another, like Bobby would be in the games and drives would stall, or we'd have a turnover or something. Oh, and Eric okay. would be in the game, we score. Okay, I got you. Like right yep. away. Right. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. The, and that's the, what the team would just. The team was just more. Fluid. Okay, yep. I got you. For one reason or another. Same offense. It's right. not like they called different plays yep. or nothing. It's just the team ran better. The wow. offense ran better. Wow. Um, and just me watching me going back because back then, you know, you know, back then I'm like, man, you know, why are they doing Bobby like that? Right, yep. And that's how I was thinking too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Was thinking the same like, thing. That's funny. He was a player, like me as a fan, just people yeah, like, watching football. And, and that was kind of the way on the team too, was like it was like kind of divided that way. Oh, like, okay. It's kind of divided that way. Like, man, you know, why are you doing Bobby like that? But if you go back now as adults, like you say, we older now, more mature, right. a little bit more wise. We've coached now. Yep, exactly. So yep. when you put on this, when you put on the headset, yep. and you gotta, you gotta make the decision. Exactly. You see things differently <laughs> yep. than somebody just watching the game as a fan or as a player. Yeah, most definitely. Um, so me watching it from my coach's eyes, I couldn't. I can't argue with it now. Yeah. Most like and I can't argue with it now. Right. Um, it was it was just watching those games now and going back. It was like, whoa, wait a minute! Like, I see, see what they saw. I see, see what, what they Coach saw. Like, saw. I see what uh-huh. they saw. Like, I, I see it. So okay. Um, okay. So you know, we just tried to run. We just tried to run the table, man. Ran into Texas again and right. Lost the close one down in Texas. Uh huh. Um, but I felt like too, like everybody in the country knew we was right the best team. So yeah. I felt like, but the problem that happened was we ran into Colorado. And we had to go to overtime with Colorado, which hurt us in the points. Right, right, which right. Colorado was kind of a 500 team. Because was that BCS or not yet? Yeah, that was like the first part of the – that was the computers. That was the first part. Right, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, and so in, uh-huh. the, in, the, in the computer scoring, you know, with, with Colorado not being, you know, a, a top 10 yep. team and then uh-huh. you having to go to overtime with them, yep. it hurts you right. back then. Like, because it wasn't it – wasn't, People making exactly now, yeah. like it is yep. now, right? Like it was all computer generated. Yep. It was just numbers. There was no emotion. Into <laughs> exactly. It. Yeah. Didn't matter if it was a rivalry yep. game. That's all I'm about to say. The rivalry yep. didn't matter. It was just there are a 500 team. You guys are a top five team. Uh-huh. This should be a blowout. 
Right. Wasn't a blowout, so it hurt us. Yep. It hurt yep. us. So, man, that, that would hurt me too, man, because we I mean, we ended up winning the Big 12, which was right. cool. So, I got two Big 12 championships and a yep. national championship. But Yeah, I think that was the, the year one. that got away. I that's think, I think that, that got away. I think so because that's who was one. it that – don't tell me. Was that the Oklahoma-Florida State year? That was uh, Florida State-Virginia Tech, Michael Vick. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ward, and everybody, Michael yeah, Vick, everybody Vernius was kind of like, yeah, Christian yeah, Rankin. that was, yeah, that was tough because yeah. VTech was undefeated too. Right? VTech was undefeated too. Yeah, man, Vic was man, and he Vic was special. Was, there ain't no doubt. You can't debate that, Hey, man. He was like electric. Th- their team wasn't yeah. better than you, <laughs> but Vic was the dude. <laughs> hey, Vic man, was the dude because he made Florida State look silly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I couldn't believe – I was like, dang, man, he doing y'all yeah. like this? And Florida State always had them bookends and linebackers. Right, right. And, and he – man, yeah. He always was, had some type of safety or something yeah, out there doing most it. Most definitely. Yeah, that would have been a nice – nice to see. That These boys trying to make a run right now, 21-16. I, hey, I see that. Defense just got to stop. Yeah, that's what they – they should have been doing that. So now <laughs> they got a couple picks too, I think. So, I've been watching. Yeah, so that – that's the one that got away though. Okay. That's okay. it. Okay. Um, all right, so you know you graduate, you, you, yeah. look, you end on a high note. Y'all win. What was that? Fiesta Bowl against Arizona? Who was yeah, that? Yeah, Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, against, Tennessee. No, that your senior year again. Y'all played year, them we again. Played, yeah, we played them like twice. Oh, I we didn't played know them ninety seven, and we played them ninety nine. Oh, uh, okay. We lost to Arizona in ninety eight. Okay, okay, that's in the okay, holiday all right, bowl. I got you. I got you. Oh, so, yeah, we lost in the bowl. Okay, game. so you come back and beat. Okay, all right. Yeah. So hey, man, now your professional career, you you get yeah. to uh, what, were you a free agent or you get drafted? That was that third round pick. Third round pick, okay, yeah, it was all a right. Third round pick, uh huh. That was so actually tell us about that. that was yep. actually the funny thing is, okay, uh, one of my one of the guys that works with me, he always like when we get places and he try to be funny, he always does like a trivia game of uh, who got drafted higher, me or Tom Brady, because we was in the same draft. <laughs> <laughs> he, was saying, he was like a seventh round pick, right? Uh-huh. I was a third round pick, so he okay. always likes to put that out. There, okay, right? <laughs> so that was the Brady draft. Man. Okay, um, all right. So yeah, I was a third round pick. Okay, um, Green Bay. Uh huh. That that was uh, it was it was it was good. It was a good experience of getting drafted. My NFL career didn't go as I planned, right? But, you know that happens. Okay, and what? Uh, how many years you get in there? Was I got four. I, got, I mean, I can't complain. I got I'm my a, pension. And, okay, I was hey man. You know, I four years. That's ten. four years. Yeah. I, I get <laughs> you. Know, you man, I got ten, it. But I got. You. I tore my quad off my kneecap my rookie year. Okay, all right. Um, so in Chicago, Sunday night football. Uh, I'm playing starter minutes. Um, Russell Maryland was my uh, – Russell Maryland was the guy they brought in to kind of mentor me. Okay, all um, right. As the nose guard, like yep. me, it's got to be the guy that's going to take over. Okay, University um, of Miami, great. Yeah, yeah. Lady, so, yeah. Um, but Ladies. I tore my tore my quad up, tore my quad off my kneecap my 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 uh, towards the end of my rookie year, and it just kind of changed everything. Right, you know what I mean? exactly. So, um, but I ended up holding on and, and making it making it into four and got my pension and all that kind of stuff. So I'm blessed. Hey, but yes, I played two years after that. I played in the Arena League, San Jose and um, Arizona Rattlers. Okay. Um, so that was so that was six good. good professional. So I got six years, good professional man. years, hey, man. Like I said, so I like I said, I can't complain. Right, right. But I, I understand. Complain. Yeah, I mean, you're a competitor in you, of yeah. course. You know, yeah, what I mean? absolutely. And, and you want more, most definitely. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, especially with the way my my rookie year was going. Like I was, you know. On the field, right? Like playing, like yep. big minutes, like mm-hmm. big minutes. So I, I always felt like, without the injury, right? You know, it We're was pretty, the, it was right. trajectory was it was going up. So Most the definitely. injuries happened, though, right? They always told us in class, like you better get the books, <laughs> right? Right. You can't play forever. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, uh, let, I, so I want to fast forward. You know, you started, you got your own company. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, Warren Academy. Let's. I want to talk about that. Tell us yeah. about that. When did you start? Yeah. Why you started it? And where you're at today? It, it all actually started with our nonprofit side dream. Yep. Um. So when I got done playing, um, I was like, man, what a, what do I do? Like, I really mm-hmm. didn't know. Like, I just was. I wanted to play football. Right. Um. Really didn't know what I wanted to do. Um. And my mother just said, you know what? You you're all right. You got some savings. You guys are doing okay. Just chill out and just kind of think about it, explore options and things like that. And one thing that always kind of happened with me kind of growing up or when I was in college was I was always somehow put in a position of um, counseling or mentoring or helping. Okay. Right. I was kind of the guy that people came to for advice or needing help with something or trying to figure something out. So um, when I came back to, when I came back after my injury, I'd actually, um, had to do an internship at an after-school program. Mm-hmm. Um, and never really had been around like that setting before, right? Like, uh, so when I when I got done playing um, and I was kind of sitting around, I was like, man, what do I really want to do? And it just kept, I just kept thinking like, man, I want to work with kids somehow, but, you know, what do I do? So started just looking around and uh, one of my best friend's mother uh, was the principal at Walnut Hill Elementary. Okay. Miss um, Emile. And she heard I was back in town and asked me to come over and uh, talk to the kids just about life mm-hmm. and, you know, being a former NFL guy, what that was like, and, you know, just, you know, do that thing. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll come over there. So I went over there and talked about it. And they ended up staying, like, pretty much the whole day messing around with the kids and playing and doing stuff. And I was like, man, this is what I want to do. Okay. Like, I want to do something with these kids that need to be inspired, yes, right? These kids, that are, these kids that don't have a lot, um, that don't really have a, a – uh, somebody like me that maybe is coming into the school to talk to him. So yep. I told Mr. Mill, I said, you know what, I'll be back next week. Right. So I'll be back next week. So came back, brought one of your, your buddies, Deontay Grixby, with yes, me. Yes, indeed, former teammate, yeah. high school teammate. Brought Deontay with me, and uh, we went in there and uh, started talking to the kids and doing stuff. And then it just kind of spawned into to, to after-school programs and, and mentoring Brandon, actually. Brandon Williams, my mm-hmm. cousin. Uh he actually started helping me with the with the mentoring side. So he's, he was okay. the one that ha- actually helped me get the mentoring side. Going. Early on. Okay. Early on. All so right. we would go into the middle schools together and talk to the middle school boys. So we did the elementary side, and then we did the middle school side. And then met some influential people that helped us, uh, you know, write our first grant mm-hmm. and get our first after-school program. And then it's, you know, taken off from there. And then, you know, when we went in, the funny part about the 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 process of starting the organization is I always meant to start with the sports side. But when, oh, I was, right, when I was right. going into with sports and the character development, when okay. I was going into meetings, um, and I won't say the organization, but it's always right, telling right. the story. But when I was going into meetings, I went into a meeting with this with this one organization that funds and seeds people, and I said, "Well, this is what I want to do. You know, I want to talk about character development, after school programs, but I want to have a sports base to it. You know, and I want to help train kids and get them ready, like for the athletes." It's like, ah, oh, no, we don't really want to do that, and. Um, but, you know, if you do the after-school program side, let us know. Um, she said, you know, but the, the only thing, there's a lot of nonprofits around here that are that are trying to do good stuff. She was basically like, well, if you're, if you're here in five years. Whoa. <laughs> if you're still around right. in five years. Wow. Come back and talk to us. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> man, five uh-huh. years? Right. I'm asking you for help now. I'm asking you, I don't need right now. <laughs> like right now, right now. Right, like, right, yeah, right. Like five years. So right. Started that, and that kind of helped me, though. And there were some other people that was like, man, you know, 
why are you starting this? It was in the middle of the uh, 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 of the economic crisis. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so people like, why are you doing this? Like, you know, uh-huh. ain't nobody going to give you no money to start this organization <laughs> to do that. It's like, man, listen, this is not – for me, it was bigger than me. It was – this was a God sent thing. Okay. And I was – people that don't get that, don't get that. I was like, this is not – this is not what something I want to do. Mm-hmm. This is something I've called to do. There's a difference between me yeah, wanting to do it right. and being called to yeah, do it. Most definitely. And so it was something I was called to do. So that's 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 what got us over, man. It was it wasn't right. it wasn't my plan. Right. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it wasn't right. my exactly. plan. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. It wasn't uh-huh. my plan. Like, right. um, I was just following the script. Yep. I was just following the script. It was not my plan. So that that started, and then we got into got back to football and our roots. Mm-hmm. Um, started Warren Academy uh, about a year or two after I started doing the after school program thing. Yep. And, you know, got into coaching, and then here we are today. So now we're 10 different schools with the dream side, um, over 500 kids every day to come through the program on the after school and mentoring side. And then, you know, we've got the training side with Warren Academy. Um, so we're doing school-based programming. Creighton Preps are one of our programs. We do their strength conditioning. Okay. Um, Nebraska – um, Sporting Nebraska is a big soccer club here in town. We're, we're their strength conditioning partners. And then, you know, we've got a facility in Gretna. Uh, we partner with Gretna Performance Center, and we do Gretna Gretna stuff for Gretna kids and Millard location. And then we have the location by Northwest okay. High School where it all started. So um, when when we get rolling here in the wintertime when everybody's back and, you know, we're doing the football training and everything, uh-huh. we'll have close right. to 1,000 kids every day. Oh, wow, the program. man. Oh, man, um, congratulations. So yeah. it's – Wow. I mean, it's been fun to watch. For me now, it's kind of boring <laughs> because I've kind of morphed into this, like, before, you know, when you're starting stuff, you're, yep. like, hands-on. Hands on. Yep, uh-huh, hey, but foot now, soldier. Yep. But now, like, you know, it's it's kind of boring because I've – luckily I've hired well. Right. Um. So I've got people that are working for me, so. Now you're a true CEO. I am, man, but I don't like it. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> like, I really don't. Right, like, right. I really don't. Like, yep. it's good because some days I'm like, man, if I don't want to do nothing, I don't have to do nothing. Right, exactly. Right. But Missed other days I'm like – Man, I I'm bored. Though. Right. I come in, it's like I don't. They don't need me to train. Right. <laughs> like they don't. Like I help with the grants, just on like the big the big pieces. Right, right. Like I don't have to write the grants anymore. <laughs> like, uh huh. So it's like, man, I had to. Some days I had to try like like call. I feel like I'm asking, can I help with my own organization? Like, hey, do you guys need me today? Is there anything I could do? Right. Like, can I right. can I come? Can I come? Can right. I be there? Can uh-huh. I come to this meeting? To my own business. Yeah. Can right. I come to this meeting? Right. But, you know, I got good people around, man, so it's good, been good. good. It's been good. No, that's that's what it's about. So as, as we're watching here in Nebraska, yeah. Minnesota had a good big goal line man, stance. huge stop right there for Minnesota. What was that, fourth and one? Fourth and, and one on the goal line. Yes, indeed. We'll get it, the ball back here, though, yeah, so see if we can run it right Nebraska down the Nebraska gets a three and out from the defense. The defense has stiffened up, though, man, so hopefully whatever they said to him at halftime has worked. Yeah, it looked like it's about two minutes left in this it's third worked. quarter. So, yeah, they, they stepped it up. They're, they're holding them right now, so. See Nebraska and get another drive going there uh, when they come back. So, all right, so we got Warren Academy. All right, so now we're talking Warren Academy, your time playing. So now yeah. we got to go to this current Husker, yeah. Nebraska. Get to the meat. Football <laughs> uh, situation going yeah. on here. So um, what was your reaction um, when they brought in let, – let, let me do this. After Mike Riley was let go. Yeah, yeah. What were you expecting to see happen or, or someone come in? I mean, I was yeah, everybody was everybody wanted Scott Frost, right? Okay. Like everybody, that's that was the natural that was the natural play, right? Okay. Like Scott had just done what he did at UCF, had been yep. a coordinator at Oregon. He was ready. 
Okay. So everybody wanted that, and I thought, um, like everybody else, it was a great hire. Okay. Um, thought it was a great hire, and I still think it's a good hire. Like, I, I listened to somebody the other day. It was somebody, it was the perfect comment. It was like, listen, people really can't be upset at what's happening at Nebraska right now because Scott Frost was the right hire. Okay. It was the right time. It just hasn't worked out yet. Okay. Right, but if you go back and you do it again, that's the play that you have to make. Okay. You know, that that is that's the that's the decision you have to make, right? It was the no brainer decision. Okay. Being a former Nebraska guy, mm-hmm. doing what he had did, you're thinking, okay, perfect. Perfect marriage, right? Mm-hmm. So I th- I think you still have to make that higher. You know, I'd I'd hope he'd probably change things, you okay. know, to to that he'd probably maybe do some things a little different from what he did him now. But well, you know, okay, so let, let's let's keep it there a little bit. Yeah. What What do you think? Some things that you feel that he probably shouldn't have did or, or will redo. You know, because we're four, we're year four, right? Yeah. You know, halfway into year four. So, what are you? Some things you've seen so far where you're like, uh, maybe should have done this. Man, I I don't know if it was just the players that were here, or. If it was just like he didn't feel like he had the right players, but I always feel like when you take over a team, you use you do what what you have there, what the team is built to do, um, and then you get to what you want to do. Okay. okay, but I don't think I felt like in the beginning they might have sacrificed winning a little bit in the first couple of years to yeah. try to get their system built. Okay, all right, right. So there were yep. guys that didn't fit what they did that left. Yep. Wonder if they ran them out, I don't know, right? Or if they just left, okay. Um, but they fit what the last guys might have done, right? So, right. to me, I'm thinking, you know, I'm gonna use what I got because I want to win today, right? Okay, right? If I can't do if I can't run this offense, um, this dude missed another one, he missed the kick. Oh, yeah, that's not good. After <sighs> hey, now, after the big that's play, that's the other thing you need to do, you need to hire a real special team coach. <laughs> Like that's today, that's right now. Like it's a, enough is enough, man. You got to have somebody focused on this. Like, right, right. It just is. I know what you think, but what's happening is different than what you think is happening. So you got to get somebody in the focus on this because it's costing you games, and it might cost him his job. So okay, so this is why I asked a question about. See, I I felt at that time when Nebraska making this hire, why the reason why it wasn't a no brainer is because Nebraska football team organization program. Yeah. It is not a build your career no. program. It's not, hey, where I try to, you know, yeah. build. That's not it. It's a program. It's a blue blood. Yeah. Bring somebody in like you, and you said it, hey, to win right now. Yeah. Bring somebody in to get this thing turned around right now. But the problem was. Those dudes didn't want to come to Nebraska. Okay, that's, that's the problem. That's what I hear. Like, that's okay. the problem. Like, like I got you. That's the I'm like dudes didn't want this job. Okay, all right. So if, that's why to me, like it was still, it's still. If we went back today saying. and went back, that's still the right hire. So but, because so, Urban Meyer wasn't coming here, right? You know what I mean? Like, yep. It, Nebraska's a difficult job. I, I, yep. It it's, is. It, it, people, people, and the fans here might not understand that it's not an easy job. Explain that. It, for let's just take the football side of it. You're not surrounded by five star kids. Okay. Right? Yep. So your recruiting base. Mile radius they your talk recruiting about? Uh-huh. base, you've got to be a national recruiting program, right? Yep. Um, 
and because of the damage that had been done before, you know, Scott got here. Yep. You got to go out and build recruiting back yeah. up, right? Mm-hmm. Now, luckily, he was in Florida, so he was able to get some of the Florida kids and, you know, come right. from there. Um, and he had some success, so that, that was that was able to happen. But that's not an easy thing to do, right? No, most definitely. Like, you, especially for a coach, like, you got to get on the road. Yep. Like, you, you got to yep. get on the plane. Like, you got to go. Like, yes, you, it's not like if you in Texas or Alabama or Georgia or uh-huh. um, Ohio, like, yep. you're not just going across the street to find kids, right? Right. Like, now there's good players here in Nebraska, but you can't get – you can't build. No, most definitely. You can't build yep. a national – I agree. Winning program at this time in this era yep. with just Nebraska kids. Most definitely. Can't do it. Yep. Um, it's just it's just, that's not possible. Like you've got to get out right. and recruit. And that's that's a harder thing to do today I got than it was in the nineties. Right, right. So coaches are kind of looking at it like, man, I gotta do all this yeah. extra to get where I can just yeah I can go to Mississippi State yeah and that's that's uh, just on the football side because I was thinking side. of Dan Mullen right yeah uh-huh. that's just on the football oh, side and then you take in the expectations right yeah from the fan side yeah because that's all we got and the Nebraska fan base side yep. is the expectations match with that that's a lot of pressure yeah like the job itself is hard right, right. it's not an easy job yep just because of what you have to do to build the program back and then on top of that we got fans that want to win tomorrow right, right you know what I mean so it's not like um and Nebraska, despite what Nebraska fans say, like they wasn't trying to be here for no five year rebuild. Like that's you no, know because I mean? exactly. like, look how they, they feel now. They, like, it, they, we four into right, it. Right? They want like, it. Do, they want it done right now. <laughs> exactly. Like so that's the that's the hard part, right? right. It's like we're our fan base not trying to stick around for another five years because yep. it's been twenty since we won any Man. type of championship. Right. Twenty plus, right? Twenty yep. ninety nine was the last championship yes, of any type. Exactly. So they yep. already like Since you so were there. We tried to win, right? Like right. we tried to win something. right now, and right. just the pressure of that, and then you add in everything else, social media, mm-hmm. on top of it. This is not a easy, easy job. What happened? They gave him another kick, or they called timeout in the corner. Oh yeah, that's a must. Yeah, that must. Oh, did he do? Did he miss that? Wow, he did. Wow, wow. So the special team woes continue. They continue. So, man, it's it's. I feel I for you. this. I, you know, though Scott's a friend of mine. Okay. Um, we played together at Nebraska. Played right. together in Green Bay. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, I didn't so know we that. were teammates okay. in Green Bay. All right. All right. We were so both you... free agents at one point at one time too. Okay. So when he was back here training, um, I was back here training. Okay. All right. Um, so I've known Scott for a long time, and you know Greg Austin, friend of mine. Like when I was back here re- rehabbing. He had tore his ACL, so we rehabbed together. Oh, wow. Okay, all right. So, I've got connections on that yes, stuff. Ron Brown recruited me. Of course, yep. Uh-huh. Um, so, recruited me. So, um, got to know Shenander pretty well. So, you know, I'm, I'm cheering for these guys. Right. But as being a coach and being a Nebraska Husker alum, right? like we want to see some things change, right? And I do have to say, this year, it. I think everybody – Despite the record, you've seen improvement. I have seen that. I, I give them credit. Despite the record, you've seen improvement. The yeah. bad thing is at the end of the year, next year, nobody's going to remember the improvement. They're going to yeah. see the record. Yep. yep. Right? They're going to see the record. So that's the, that's the bad thing is these guys have seen improvement, but then you see the stuff too, like the special teams. Right, right. You know, like the, the, the inconsistency on offense. Yep. Um, the defense is the defense out of everything. And I don't think anybody, when they hired this staff, thought the defense was going to carry I us. agree. I agree. 
Right? Yeah, Everybody thought we was going to score a million right, points. Right, exactly. Yep. Like, we uh, thought Oregon. We thought yep, UCF, uh, like, yep. fast-paced. Yes, indeed. NASCAR offense. Yes, like, we're going, right? But uh-huh. we haven't seen that yet. So, um, it's I, – I don't know where it goes from here, but, you know, this is another game right here that's a winnable game, 21 and 16, 21 and 16 right now. And, the they got to pull this out. Yeah. They got to find a way to win. <laughs> they, Not a way to lose. They got to find a way to win. That, yep. And that's what happened against Michigan. They found a way to lose. Found and, a and way to lose. that's what's been happening. That's what's been yeah. happening. Found yeah. a way to lose. And and that was my 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 thing, Steve. It's Steve like. balling right now, though. That That's my thing to where the the coach, like, and I, I thought Dan Mullen, and maybe they, they talked to Dan Mullen, he didn't want to come here. Um, I thought somebody like a Dan Mullen. Yeah. I can't think of the guy's name. And, and so if you don't go that route and you can't get like a high-profile guy, yeah. D1 guy, then get somebody that builds like uh, like Brian Kelly did. Yeah. Brian Kelly came through the ranks of, um, you know, Grand Valley State. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cincinnati. And yeah. then, you know what I mean? Can't, uh, I had I was, a track record of building. But he Scott did that at UCF. No, no, hold on a second. Yeah, He did that for – a short period of time. Yes, but he but he you, showed you, that he could do it. Yeah, that's not long. That's not long enough for me yeah. for for a program at like Nebraska. I get what you're saying. That's not long enough. Yeah, because I haven't even seen you. I, I seen you do something in two years, to where, like you said, man, there's a lot that you have to do at Nebraska. That's different. UCF a lot less. Yeah, a lot like, less that you have. You to can do. walk down the conference like, the, alone, like it's a lot. And then less you got you one. Let's say they, their team was full of one stars. Well, their yeah. one stars are different. Three or four star Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, kids. absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like, uh, it yeah, I need to see a little bit longer sample size. I just feel like at that time, though, like just me knowing kind of some of the inside, yeah, I got what's you. going on. Like, uh-huh. like it was the time a really was hard sell for yeah to get. You would have had to go to get uh, a guy that nobody heard of. Right. I'm, I'm I get with what you're saying. Yeah, like But Nebraska wasn't gonna go for that. Right. The fan yeah. base wasn't they would have lost their mind. I mean, think about how people lost I'm their mind with, with Riley. Yeah, but Riley, yeah, but he didn't he, his career he didn't win. Like <laughs> I, I'm I mean, talking about somebody you may yeah. not have known, but that has won. Like Brian Kelly won. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where he was at coming up the I, ranks. I get it. I just don't like, think, I just don't you think know our fan mean? base would have went for that. But but see, and that's where the fan base is delusional. That's and, what happened, And understand though. to where, guess where you're at. You guys are trying a – Frost is trying to build a program. Yeah. He isn't Osborne. Yeah. He's more like Devaney. Yeah. Devaney had to build the program. Yeah. Osborne already had a Ferrari. Yeah. Or right. he had a Porsche. I don't know what's better than a – Porsche or Ferrari, and then he it turned into a. I'm a Cadillac guy. Okay, all right. So, all right, you know what I mean. So, <laughs> yeah. it, it was already a I don't know a good reliable yeah, yeah. I don't know car, and then he, you know, had to get to a Caddy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so Osborne is not in the same area or realm. He didn't have to do what still, Frost this, had to do. This is the difference, though. It still took Osborne a long time to win. No, to win a championship. To win a championship. Not but build a pro. You, Steve, you've but, been but at But even it. right now, but, like, this is the problem with now, though. Like, right now I think people would be happy with Bo going 9-4. and four. I think they would be happy with 9-4. and four. Okay. Like, think about it. We go into a bowl game every year still. That's true. But, but, but if, even if, that if people was... were to go back and say, people, listen, I'm a Bo Pelini fan yeah i'm not but go ahead i'm a bo pelini fan. what he did but, i'm a bo uh-huh. pelini fan like i bo was one of my coaches so i knew bo right um 
now everything he did on camera and stuff, but I mean that stuff that happens yeah, everywhere. I, I don't like, care about none of that. Exactly. No, that stuff that happens I'm everywhere. You. you know what I mean? That. Like nah, that stuff that the, the people, oh, you know, he's yeah. too he's too volatile. Like man, those are football. football people that don't know. Yeah, just football. Yeah, yeah, those so, are ignorant football fans. He won. He got us two championship games. True. Right. He didn't True. win them. But at the same time, like, sometimes that takes a little longer. That's right? true. I'll give you that. That takes a little longer. I'll to get there is one thing. To get there and win is another thing. That's true. You're right You know what that. I mean? That's another thing. To get there and win it is another yeah. thing. But he got – so, right now, and you, then you go through Callahan. Then you yeah. go through Riley. Now you're back to Scott. Like, we're at some point, we're going to have to say we either got to give him – we either got to give the next coach – Five to ten years, <laughs> right? Right. Well, well he, we're gonna keep going through this. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. And and we'll see. You know, like you said, we'll see. Go ahead. Because every coach that comes in is gonna start over with what? There. This is not what we do. Right. Yep. So now I got a group of kids that I don't want uh-huh. that I didn't recruit. Now we're starting over again. Yeah. That's right. True. Yeah. Now we're right. starting over again. Yeah, how many so times can you keep? How many times can you start over? That? And you know what? Maybe just keep doing that like Alabama did until they got saving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was a long time from, what, 1992? But then, but then again, you're talking about Alabama, the state of Alabama, and what they're surrounded I you, I, by. I got you. I got State-wise. you. State-wise. I got you, but it still took what, from 92 up until I, I mean, I get it, but it's just it's a but different. But I got you. I, I, There's so much more to do. You're right. I, I do. I <laughs> you do know what I mean? Like, I do understand. Alabama got great high harder. school programs yeah, there, right? Like, okay. Right. Right. I'm with you. Like, nationally ranked high school programs. I agree. And like, so that's why... You got to disregard the fan base and say, okay, who are we now today? Yeah. And how do we build this thing to get it to where we're we're Wisconsin, right? Yeah. Because all Wisconsin is is you back in the day for when before Osborne won the national championship. That's what Wisconsin is. Get to that point again and then go get you some real, some more difference makers to get that. Big Ten championship, that national championship. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's so. the little things that are gonna that are gonna kill him, right? That, okay. that it's it's the little things that the special teams mistakes, the offensive line mistakes. It's just the mistakes that like that you want to see different. Okay. Um, but we've seen improvement, but we've also seen the same mistakes. So that's what's that's what hurts. Yep. Right. That's what yep. hurts him. It's like, yeah, we see improvement, but we also see the same mistakes. Yep. That after four years you would think would be fixed. Right. But they're still not fixed. So it's it's you know what I like I say, I I'm I'm cheering for these guys to win because I'm tired of losing. <laughs> I right. I want to be able to wear my Nebraska stuff outside of Nebraska and yes, not get clowned, right? I feel good. You know, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I feel uh, good you know what I mean? When I was in school, <laughs> I went to college in Maryland, and they see me and I was wearing Nebraska because I, that's where I'm from, they'd be like Hey, Nebraska, hey, man, yeah, yeah. you represent, I see yeah, y'all good. And so, yeah, I, I, you know, I got love for that. And to wrap this up, I do want to end with this question. Yeah. How do you feel? So, so I, I believe Scott was too inexperienced uh, to be the head coach of Nebraska. That's just my opinion. Okay. Now, now you hire an inexperienced athletic director from the point of an inexperienced power five or, or not any college football program athletic director. Uh-huh. He has not been an athletic director for any school division. Two, three, NAIA, 1AA, FCS, whatever you want to yeah. call it. How do you feel about this hire moving forward with the master program with Trev Alberts? Again, like I got a relationship. I know Trev. So, um, 
I like to hire just because I know the guy, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah, okay. I know him. Like, All right. I, I love like that. Because I, I, I know the guy. Like, I love it. Now, if we're looking at experience and everything, like on paper, it might not be the best one. But then again, it's it's who better than somebody that's been there in the system in Nebraska, and it's a business thing, too. He already knows all these donors. Okay. He's already got a relationship with all of these people that give Nebraska money because okay. he had to get it at UNO. Yep. So in the business of college athletics, as people forget about that sometimes, you don't want the money to stop. True that. So if you hire an AD that the that the boosters and the donors aren't going to support, you're really in bad shape because now you've got a football program that's struggling. You've got an AD that might be against the wall. Mm-hmm. trying to build a relationship with people who write big checks. They want yep. to get that facility built, right? Yes, indeed. So you got to have money to get that facility <laughs> built. <laughs> right, so in the right. business side of it, I get okay. it. Like, he already friends with these dudes. Yep. Like, he already, he's already had to go get this money from the same people yep. that Nebraska's trying to. But now he can do it at a bigger scale. Now he can ask for more. Okay. Right? And, you know, they've done they, – they did some decent things at UNO. Yeah, they did. No, most definitely. They you did. know what I mean? Like, he's built. Like, you go on UNO's campus now. I know you grew up here. So, I know oh, UNO's yeah. campus. Oh, yeah. UNO's campus now is yeah, not when the it was same. A, yeah, when it was a commuter like, school. Even me, like, even me yeah. being here just, you know, for, for, for the time I've been here, it's like UNO's completely different campus. That's true. Right? There's a lot of money coming in that school. Now. Yeah, it looks good. It looks good. So, yeah. all right. Well, thank you very much, Steve Warren, for my guest. Always. I really appreciate it. Always good seeing you, brother. Um, I look forward to doing more things uh, on the youth level as well. Absolutely, man. Keep it moving. All right. Thank you, America, for listening again. I appreciate it. This is the Listen Up podcast with Michigan Lands. Goodbye, America. A Huda Media Production.